My name is Bettina Brown, and this is the platform from which I talk to you about living a life to its fullest without guilt and regret, so that you live empowered, independent, and free. I start off every show by saying that I am not a licensed counselor, psychologist, psychiatrist, but I am a healthcare professional who is very inquisitive and wants to know what makes us tick. So if this topic today or any of these topics listed below are of interest, go ahead and subscribe or send me ideas, comments to Bettina at InTheRising.com and that is in the comment section below. So welcome to episode 22. I am excited to share this one with you. So a lot of times... I do what they call batch podcasting, where you make several shows all at one time, and you kind of pick your topic, put them all together, you set them up on whatever server you have, and then they just produce every week and you get, you know, a month off. And every once in a while, that's way too complicated and way too in-depth for me, and I do them the night before. And this is one of those nights. And I was even asked by someone like, well, what's your next show going to be about? And I was like, um, I don't know. Sometimes I do just let them come to me. And as I actually sat down to figure out what will be today's show, I realized what it was. So right now in current times... And I don't know when you are actually listening to this, but we are in the middle of COVID, COVID, either one of those, 19 pandemic situation and still a lot of stay-at-home orders, still only essential people working. Makes you feel kind of non-essential just to be called not essential or you're not in the essential group. It, it's, it's kind of weird. But there's a lot of stuff going around. And so our workplace... Because I'm a physical therapist, not all of my hours at work are doing physical therapy. We are put into what they call the labor pool. So those fortunate uh, to continue to have their their position are assigned different duties within the hospital so that you can still get your hours, but not necessarily in your regular capacity. And one of those things is, is called screening. And that means we ask people questions, take temperature, et cetera, et cetera. And you can do this, you know, two hours, four hours, 10 hours, 12 hours, just to help boost your, your time in. And recently, I got to sit down with a coworker that I have. And we have been coworkers for years. I mean, years, y'all. And for the most part, it's like, hello. How are you doing? And I think that might have been the extent of it. Just because we don't work very close together. We never sat anywhere near each other during lunch meeting or so. But here we were together doing one of these uh, screening opportunities. And I, you know, did not know this person outside of their, their name. And in fact, it would have taken me a moment to even remember their last name. And I'm sure the same would have been in reverse. 
But what was really neat is that through that time together, having conversation and laughing and sharing some of our life stories, we realized, at least for me, I realized how much we really had in common really had in common with one another, how many stories were similar where we could express empathy because we'd been there or sympathy because we hadn't been there but felt for each other. And there was a just a nice conversation back and forth and ease and comfort and, and expression of vulnerability. And that was really one of the highlights of my year so far. I have to say that it was really one of my greatest highlights because I got to tell stories of my childhood, crazy stories of college, and those are crazy. Some of the happiest moments and some of my greatest letdowns and how I felt now and what I thought and how I wasn't sure of a lot of things. Basically vulnerable and raw and unedited. You know, those those moments when you meet someone and you talk and you don't know the superficial information, but you know the deep stuff, those kind of conversations. And what was so great about it was that I did not hold back information about myself in a way that, you know, there's, there's, there is a thing as TMI, but I didn't hold back information about myself because I wanted to make sure that I keep a positive impression. I didn't feel like, well, you know, I have to look like I have it all together by just letting myself be myself and letting my stories and my perception then and what I gained out of it, what I learned out of it, what I maybe didn't learn out of it and had to learn three more times. That was actually what gave us that connection. That was actually where I felt I could trust her with this information because I allowed the stories, which were quote unquote, the skeleton in the closet stories to actually just be real And in being real with her, it taught me a few things about being real with myself. And one of those is that we don't have to hide from our own past. You know what? We've all, every single one of us has done something that we're not very proud of. And we hope that other people may not remember all of it. And if they do remember, sometimes we hope we're forgiven. And if they remember and they forgave us, then we really work hard to forgive ourselves. And that is, that's also a part of that whole story. But building that connection is just as important with someone going outwards as it is with yourself. How do you build connection then? Because I knew I had built a strong connection with this coworker that I had never spoken to essentially beforehand. That that connection did not just end when the shift was over. There was this trust about it. So how do you build more community in your life? 
And I feel there are three ways we can do this. One, conversation. Ask yourself, how can you enhance communication and conversation? Often, conversation tends to be superficial. How was your day? My day was well. How was your day? My day was boring. My day was exhausting. My day was so bad I don't want to talk about it. My day was so bad I won't stop talking about it until the next few days. But just having a conversation, period, where you get to know not just the facts, but how someone feels about the facts. And when we have true conversation where one is actually listening, you know, not formulating a plan and an answer or a question while the other person's still talking, but just letting those words sink in on each person, just letting that sink in. There is that connection there. There is that unity. And that is something that I think a lot of us are craving is deep conversation. And a lot of conversation has very little to do with speaking and a lot more to do with listening. Because so many of us want to be heard, right? And to be heard gives us the feeling that we are having an importance. And so building community can begin with conversation. The second thing I think builds community is compassion. How can you be compassionate towards other people and their struggles and their wins? And also, how can you be compassionate towards yourself? You know, building community is not just an outward thing. It's not just out-out because if you're empty, then all those connections you're building out don't count. They don't hold. Those cords are not strong. They are actually weak. How can you strengthen that? And that's just having this compassion that, you know what? You give yourself permission to be a human being. And you give other people permission to be a human being because that's what it's all about. We're all here learning. And yes, yes, I do. I do feel some of us learn a little bit quicker than others. But I will say that some lessons I have learned, I have learned them so many times. I should be an expert just because of the number of times I've gone through the lesson. But just having compassion with myself and like, well... That was clearly not my strength, right? When you do interview questions, they always ask, what are your strengths and what are your weaknesses? Well, some lessons I have to learn over and over. As a matter of fact, I have to go back to the post office because I re-lost my post office key. I don't do well with keys at all. And this is the second set I've lost. And I've searched everywhere. I just don't know where that is. It's just, you know, keys are, and location is not a strength of mine. It's just not. And I was very upset with myself because something was delivered today from Amazon and I can't get to it. (laughs) I, I literally cannot get to my package. But I'm just, I extended a little bit of compassion to myself. And there here I'm telling you the stuff about it as well. So building community, there are three ways conversation, compassion, and the third one, contemplation. 
how do you make time to contemplate and be alone and quiet? And now this can be with other people. I remember I went on a trip to um, Louisiana. I went to jazz festival with a friend of mine, with a group that I'd gone to college with. And and two of them lived in Slidell, which is right outside New Orleans. And uh, the rest of us all kind of congregated in New Orleans for this jazz festival. And we were out on some body of water, which I have no recollection what the name was. But on this boat in the middle of, you know, wherever. And I think it was a good 30, 45 minutes that no one said anything. And my friend leaned over and she goes, I think we can always remain friends. And I said, okay. And she said, because we don't have to talk. (laughs) I can be quiet in your presence and there's not this need. And And it made so much sense as soon as she said it. Like you don't always have to do and say, even though number one's conversation, but you don't always have to go, go, go. You can also just sit and be quiet and reflect. Or just sit and be quiet. Isn't there a saying, sometimes I sits and thinks, and sometimes I just sits. I think the sits part's always when I have the post office key in my hand. But anyway, and these quiet moments alone. I think besides the fear of dying, uh, not living your life to the fullest, People are actually afraid to be alone. And when you're alone, you get to be with yourself. Now, if you don't want to be with you, I always wonder, like, if you don't want to be with you, why would anyone else want to hang out with you? But it's it's also when we realize that we might have to feel something, right? We might get to feel lonely. Whether we're in a relationship and we're lonely or we're not in a relationship and we're lonely. We might to get the opportunity to think about, are we where we really want to be? Location-wise, country-wise, career-wise, financially, spiritually, family-wise. Are we where we had hoped to be by this point in our life? Are we nowhere? You're the point we hope to be at this point in our life. But getting to have that moment alone gives your brain a chance to stop acting and stop doing and stop thinking. And the better community that you build with yourself, the stronger and more effective relationships you can build with other people. And so that building of community is with conversation. What I had mentioned earlier, just having a wonderful several-hour conversation with someone I had worked with for years but never talked to. Having compassion for other people and yourself. And that last C is contemplation. What are you thinking when you're alone? And who are you giving grace to? And understanding that no one has it all together, regardless of what their Instagram account says or their website 
or what they have it, you know, how they have it together in front of you. No one has it all together. No one does. We're all just, you know, someone called it a poop pile, where we're all in our little piles of poop with our head above it, and sometimes we just feel stuck and stinky, but we're all there, and we all have a chance to get out of that and hold each other up about that. So that is today's episode, which I... I actually enjoyed today. I hope that you all are finding some of these shows helpful, beneficial, funny, or a little odd. But I appreciate your time. And if you are interested, listen to some other episodes, share it with someone else, or leave a review. That is very helpful. It helps boost the the entire show on charts. And so when people look for things, they are able to see this show because it's higher rated. That we do need to put on Instagram. All right, guys, I hope you're doing well, and let's keep building one another up.